Welcome to Torat Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Refka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayamim Beis, Perak Chav Beis, Chapter 22. The previous Perak closed with the death of Yehoram after his unsuccessful reign in the southern kingdom. He had opportunities to achieve, following in the righteous footsteps of people before him, Yehoshaphat, Asa, and receiving a letter from Eliyahu Hanavi to inspire him to return to Hashem. But he encouraged idolatry. He didn't take the path of Tyra in leading the southern kingdom. Yehoram experienced rebellion from Edoim and Livno. The Plishtim and the Arvim came against him with tragic outcomes. He endured terrible sickness and he wasn't given royal honour from his people at the time of his death. In Perak 22, ascending to the throne in Yehoram's place is his youngest son, Ahaz Yohu. Posuk 1 points out that all of Yehoram's other sons had been killed in the attack against Yehoram, mentioned in Perak 21. In Posuk 1 here, it says that the inhabitants of Yerushalayim made Ahaz Yohu king which is significant insight into the reign of Ahaz Yohu, because Malbim explains on Pasuk 9 later on that the people of Yehuda did not accept Ahaz Yohu's rulership. So it was only the inhabitants of Yerushalayim alone who gave him the position of king. At first glance when reading Pasuk 2, it might appear to be saying that Ahaz Yohu was 42 years old when he began his reign. Malbim states that it's impossible that Ahaz Yohu could be 42 years old when he took over the kingship from his father, Yehoram, because Yehoram died at the young age of 40, so his son could not be 42 years old at the time of his death. Rather, Malbim explains that the end of Posuk 1 here leads into the beginning of Posuk 2, such that we can read the text as follows, starting at the end of Posuk 1, Vayimloich Ahaz Yohu ven Yehoram melech Yehuda ben Arboim. Ahaz Yohu, son of Yehoram, reigned when the king of Yehuda was 40. Ahaz Yohu reigned at the time when his father Yehoram was 40 years old. Ushtayim Shona Ahaz Yohu and Ahaz Yohu was two years in his reign, in Yerushalayim, says Malbim. Vashona Ahaz Malach Yerushalayim, and he ruled one year in Yerushalayim. Malbim pieces together information from various Torah sources to explain here that Ahaz Yohu became king alongside his father during his lifetime. When Yehoram became very sick, Ahaz Yohu ruled along with him when Yehoram was 40 years old. After Yehoram died, Ahaz Yohu ruled for one year on his own over Yerushalayim. So in one sense he ruled two years, but on his own he only ruled for one year, all alluded to in the Pasuk. Malbim also explains the 42nd year in the phrase as it is in Posuk 2. Ben Arbo'im Ushtayim Shona Achaz Yohu V'Malchoi. Achaz Yohu was of the 42nd year when he became king. It means Achaz Yohu became king in the 42nd year, not of his own life, but the 42nd year, counting from the time when a decree was made that we see come to manifestation in this parak. We'll switch over to Raduk discussing this same point here to explain further because Raduk gives more detail about the source Malbim also references, Seder Olam 17. Raduk explains that it's the 42nd year 
counting from the time that Asa, Ahaziahu's great-grandfather, took Omri's daughter as a wife for his son, Jehoshaphat. Omri was king of the northern kingdom and father of Achov. Since the time that Asa, king of the southern kingdom, took a daughter from Omri's family for his son, it was decreed upon the monarchy of the house of David that it would end with the house of Achov. And so it was, as we see later in this parak, that Ahaziahu, king of Yehudah, died with the king of Yisrael, both killed by Yehu. And then Atalia, mother of Ahaziahu and daughter of Achov, destroys almost all those of royal descent of the house of Yehudah. Therefore, in this posuk, posuk 2, it's saying Ahaziahu began his rule 42 years, counting from when the decree was made. From the marriage until the death of Ahaziahu is 42 years. The marriage happened in the 31st year of Asa's reign, so there's nine years of the remainder of Asa's reign, then 25 years of Jehoshaphat's reign, that totals 34, and then eight years of Jehoram's reign, brings us to 42 years, the number given in our Pasuk. So we know Ahaziahu only reigned for one year on his own. And we see, as the Pesukim continue here, that he followed in the ways of the house of Achav. He did what was evil in Hashem's eyes, which is attributed somewhat to his being influenced by others. The end of Posuk 2 tells us, V'shem imoi asal yohu bas omri. And the name of his mother was Atalyohu, daughter of Omri. We know from Perak 21 that Ahaziahu's father, Jehoram, married the daughter of Achov. And here she's being described as the daughter of Omri, but she really is his granddaughter. Matsudas David says it seems that Omri raised her and she was called his daughter. Psukim 3-4 Gamhu halach badarchi beis Achov He also went in the ways of the house of Achov. We can know from previous study that this is a bad thing. What was his influence? Because his mother was his advisor to do evil. She would advise him to act wickedly. Malbim says this was in his personal life that he acted wickedly at the advice of his mother. And he did what was evil in the eyes of Hashem, like the house of Achov. Because they were his advisors after the death of his father to his destruction. Matsuris David explains that their advice was not for his benefit but to his destruction. It was to his detriment. Malbim connects this to his leadership role as king. He did evil in his public role as guided by his advisors who were from the house of Achov. Posuk 5. Gamba atso som holach. He also went with their advice. Vayelech im Yehoram ben Achov melech Yisrael, la milchoma al chazoel melech Aram baramois gilad. And went with Yehoram, son of Achov, king of Yisrael, to make war against Chazael, the king of Aram, in Ramos Gilad. 
Vayaku haramim es yoyram. And the ramim, same as aramim, as Radak notes, the aramim, the Arameans, struck yoyram, which is yohoyram. So the aramim struck yohoyram. Just to reiterate, the, the yohoyram being spoken about here is the king of Yisrael at the time. He had the same name as Ahazyoh, who's now deceased father, but we're talking here about the king of Yisrael, northern kingdom. Yehoram, injured, then went back to Yisrael, the place, to heal from his wounds from the battle with Chazael, king of Aram. Ahazyoh, king of Yehudah, went down to Yisrael to see Yehoram because he was sick. In Posuk 6, which describes this, Ahazyoh is called by the name Azariyahu. Matsudas David says he's called by three names, these two and also Yehoyachos. It's all the same person. And we see from the next Posuk, Posuk 7, that Ahazyahu's visit to Yehoram is divinely orchestrated. And the downfall of Ahazyahu to come to Yehoram was from Hashem. Matsudas David clarifies, Hashem put it in Ahazyahu's heart to come to Yehoram, and his death resulted from this. Malbim explains that this was by divine providence, so that Ahazyahu be destroyed with the house of Ahov, because his mother was from Ahov's family. We mentioned earlier the decree that the kingship of David end with the elimination of the house of Ahov. Hashem led Ahazyahu there in order to bring about his death, as the Posit continues that when he came there, Yotso im Yehoram el Yehu ven Nimshi, Asher Mashachoi Hashem lehachreses beis Achov. He went out with Yehoram to Yehu the son of Nimshi, whom Hashem had anointed to eliminate the house of Achov. Yehu was anointed by Hashem to be the next king over Yisrael, and he was tasked with destroying the house of Achov. This is detailed in Sefer Malachim. We won't revisit all the details here, but Yehu goes to Yisrael, where Yehoram is recovering, in order to carry out his task against the family of Achov. Ahazyahu is there visiting Yehoram. Yehoram and Ahazyahu go out to Yehu, who is approaching. Yehoram gets killed. Ahazyahu flees. And he is then caught and killed. In Pesukim 8-9 here in our Perak of study, we're told that while Yehu is bringing judgment upon the house of Achov, he finds officers of Yehudah, southern kingdom, and Ahazyahu's nephews ministering to Ahazyahu, and Yehu kills them all. Ahazyahu hides in Shemrain. Yehu looks for Ahazyahu, and he is found and brought to Yehu and killed. Yikbaruhu ki omru ben Yehoshaphatu. They buried him because they said he is the son of Yehoshaphat who sought Hashem with all his heart. And there was no one of the house of Ahazyohu to maintain the power for the kingdom. Radak explains that when Ahazyohu died, there was no one remaining in the family with the strength to take on the rulership of the kingdom because there was no one amongst his offspring who was old enough to rule. Anyone from his offspring was young. Therefore, Ataliyahu, Ahazyahu's mother and daughter of Achov, had the power to kill any offspring of the royal lineage of the house of Yehudah. And she does destroy the descendants of the royal line of Yehudah.
the word used in Posuk 10 to describe her destructive act is Vatadaber. Malbim explains this shows that she caused destruction through Dever, a plague. Dever, which is the root of this word Vatadaber. Specifically, she used poison. As per the last two Pesukim of the Perak, the royal line is saved though. As Yehoshavas, who was Ahazyohu's sister and was married to the Kohen Gadol, the high priest Yehoyada, she manages to take Ahazyohu's son, Yoyosh, and hide him together with his nurse, Bachadar Hamitois, which according to an interpretation brought by Rashi, was the attic above the Holy of Holies in the Beis HaMikdash. So Yoyash is saved from death and hides with them in the house of Hashem for six years while Atalia reigns in the land. So there is a pause from a monarch of Davidic lineage ruling in Yehuda. And the events of this parak mark a dark time in our history. The break is painful, but necessary. And in the background, concealed, Hashem is holding in wait the next leader who will reinstate the Davidic royalty. Ahaziahu was responsible for his choices, but we did also learn about the impact of his mother's influence and the influence of his advisors. We see in Perak 24 that Yoyash is positively influenced by the presence of the Kohen Gadol Yehoyada in his life. The influence of others is not to be underestimated. As we navigate our individual journeys, may we have awareness of our tendencies and the strength to select and ingrain within our being the positive influences we are gifted only. Thank you for studying together, Lily Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rochelbas Ariel Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rochelbas Schleimer.